hey, welcome. Sorry about that. Welcome back to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon. Hey, and I am Craig. I got that music is catchy. Yeah, it's very catchy. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me there's like, I really like your music. My kids love it. They're like, yeah, turn it up. Like, yeah. You know, it's like sometimes I'll just run it back and listen to the music. Just the music. Right, just like, the forget music, these so. guys. I don't want to hear what they have to say. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, you, welcome back to you. I mean, you've been gone for what, two, three, four weeks and <sighs> feels well, like about it. six days. Yeah. And, uh, but you, welcome back to you Thank and your you. family. And, is it good to be back? It is good to be back. It's good to be gone, but it's good to be back. And it is and good to be back. I told you I felt like like just being gone a week, not even a week. We podcasted on Father's Day last week, so Sunday. Right. So it's been just over a week now. And I feel like we haven't podcasted for like two weeks now. It does seem like a long time, and I don't, I don't even know why that is because, um, I mean, you just think about it. It's only been a week ago, but a lot has happened in the last um, last week for you, right? Yeah. traveling and oh, camping yeah. and all that stuff, and then you know just just life in general. So it seems like a long time ago. Yeah, and we, you know, we we kind of had a an action packed week too. Like we drove down sure on Monday. We left at noon and. Um, drove to Virginia. The kids did great. We stopped like once. Um, didn't stop until we got there. Had dinner with mom and dad Monday evening and, um, spent a few days there. Allie worked still, um, from, from mom and dad's house. She took half days and so she worked in the mornings. We swam in the pool. Uh, actually we swam at 8.30 Monday evening. Wow. And, uh, it wasn't too bad that night, but then we got a rainstorm came through Monday night and Tuesday. I think it was, and so the temperature of the pool went down. So we got in on Wednesday, but it was kind of chilly. Real, yeah. Um, and then Thursday, chilly water is not good. So we did go Tuesday night. We went to um, Harbor Inn, which is a staple for us. Whenever we're in, we we make the drive to Roanoke. It's about staple a, or stable? Staple. Okay, yeah. just checking. Staple. Mm-hmm. And um, so whenever we're in, we 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 have to go. It's okay. a seafood restaurant in Roanoke. Oh, nice. It's about an hour, fifteen minutes or so away from my parents' house. And, uh, so we went over there and, and had food and it was good. I, my son can put, a, I, I don't know he what's going to happen eat. when he becomes a teenager. You're going to need a second job. Oh my goodness. Right. Kid can put away some food. He ate a salad that they, they accidentally brought an extra salad out. And so he ate that and then he ate the rest of Kennedy's salad and good then he ate his food and then he was eating shrimp off of my nephew's plate. Not good for him. <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, are you done yet? He's like a little beaver in a little barracuda out there just getting. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and then Thursday we left, uh, there, left my parents' house and went, um, to the lake camping and oh, that's that was nice. good. The weather was absolutely perfect. The humidity Jealous was now. low. I love perfect camping weather. Never rained on us. Oh, low nice. humidity. Temps were like in the eighties. Uh, you know, we were in super shady area mm-hmm. there. Dad and I went fishing uh, Friday and Saturday mornings. We got up at 5.30 and went fishing. That's awesome. hard to do on vacation to get up oh. that early, but it was fun. Yeah. It was nice to be out on the, the lake that early. And yeah, it's hard to get up early on a, on a, on a work on day. On a normal day. Let, let right? alone a vacation day. Yeah, that's awesome. So you had a great time. and um, Yes, we did. And then you guys traveled home yesterday. Yep. And so that's... Listen to the sermon oh, yesterday on the way home. So yeah, we'll talk about that in a yeah, little we'll bit. Talk about that that was good. A little bit. Hey, I just wanted to let you all know right now while, um, while you're listening, if you wouldn't mind to go ahead and like or subscribe, if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, but go ahead and like it. And if you guys enjoy listening to the podcast, if you wouldn't mind just go ahead and forwarding that on and maybe invite 
inviting somebody to join us, um, join you as we uh, talk on this podcast. And uh, we cover a variety of subjects, as you know. Yeah. And we talk a little bit about life and a little bit about the Bible, a little bit about the previous uh, Sunday and all kinds of things. So if you want to... And a whole lot about coffee. And a whole lot about coffee and whatever (laughs) else we want to think about. So go ahead and um, subscribe if you haven't already subscribed and um, maybe uh, share this with a friend and um, so they might be able to listen along with us and get them to subscribe too. So, but I'm glad you're back though. It's uh, good to be back. Missed you yesterday. I missed, you you know what? And you and I have talked about this. It's nice to be away. It is. But I missed the people. Like I missed seeing people. Oh, right. Um, I missed being here for the, the fellowship aspect of it. Um, Carly and James and Linda and Nate did a great job. Everybody in the stream room and the sound booth and everybody did a great job. job And, um, and so, you know, whenever I go away, it's taken me a while to get to this point. Right. Um, but whenever I go away now, I I go away and I don't stress over what's going to take place here. I know that one of two things is going to happen. It's going to a go off without a hitch or it's not, or it's not exactly. And I can't do anything from (laughs) Virginia about it anyways. And so, but I know that I'm leaving everything in capable hands and and everybody's here to serve and and to give honor and glory to God. And so it's all good. Um, so thank you to everybody. They all, did a, they all did a great job. And then yesterday, uh, we had two more baptisms. Amen. And that was, um, that was great. Uh, Bradley and, um, Jalen Klein. Yep. yep. Were baptized and, uh, Clint, uh, got to baptize them, our student minister. And I loved it because after Bradley was baptized, um, um he walked up the steps and he went, but wait, oh, wait there's more. There's more. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. I thought that was, that was good. good. Yeah, a little tough to hear that on the. I've got it. That's one thing that mm-hmm. you know you always are tweaking stuff. Right. That's one thing on the pot, uh, the live right. stream that I've got to yeah. figure out is getting that mic a little bit louder. Yeah, but we've had several baptisms in the month of June, and um, that's that's really yep. exciting because yeah. that's what it's all about. It is absolutely exactly what it's all yep. about, and um, so that's exciting. And I hope um, our people, if you're listening, that uh, you'll just encourage uh, Bradley and Jalen and um, send them a note if you haven't already, and um, hug them and congratulate them and just encourage them along the way. And, yep. Um, so I think that's really good. Yeah. Really like hey, it. I couldn't be here just for that. I mean, that I know, right? is, is worth it. But hey, at least you got to see it on, you know, your um, phone. My phone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to see it. I was driving. We had okay. it plugged in through the car and we were listening. You. We were worshiping, singing along and listening to the message and driving through the mountains of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell good. you what, the uh, the final song, is it The Great I Am? Great I am. Oh my goodness, that song, it just literally, uh, that, I've told you this before yep. and I've said it on this podcast that, uh, that song, when you get to that, like that chorus part, yeah. oh man, that yep. just is crazy. So when we were singing that in the first service Sunday, um, we were all seated. Okay. Um, when the first, you know, when we were just kind of going through the first verse, we get to the chorus. Carly's like, okay, everybody stand up. Man, and they rang that out. Nice. It was, it was fabulous. The first service sings too. And they do. Uh, yeah. I'll be, you know, we, we should have a contest, first and second service, because I, I think the first service is beating them on the singing. Yeah, right get a, a decibel meter in there. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. <laughs> So how was your week? Was it quiet without me? Oh yeah, you know it was like uh, we heard crickets through the building, and um, no, teasing, I'm but, sure, uh, but I'm no, sure. it was good. It was, um, you know, uh, it was busy. Anita went back to Cincinnati to help um, my uh, daughter-in-law do a few things um, on our house. They painted, I think, a room or two. Oh, and, nice. Um, kind of did, did some updates there, and and then I um, had uh, just normal stuff, but I got the opportunity to really work hard on the James series and. Um, 
And I um, refueling your faith. Refueling your faith. I'm really looking forward to that. It's and, be good. Um, you know, I'm still tweaking a couple things, but I got uh, got all the uh, pretty much all the messages uh, done up until the, about uh, the second week of August, and that's nice. Yeah, I'm I'm there. You know, and every now and then I check my email while we were at mom and dad's house, right? and I'm like, man, there's another there's another uh, sermon outline from exactly. Craig. And then like literally 30 minutes later, I check it again. It was like, oh, Randy's piped out the the slides for that Sunday yeah, already. Slides, right? and, so. and if you guys don't know, and um, Randy Neal, um, any of the uh, slides that you see for the sermons and also the uh, music, right? Uh, the worship? Um, I do, do I do those. You mostly. do those? Okay. Yep. And then Allison will put those together. Put those together? The, okay, gotcha. But Randy does all the, all the sermon, sermon slides yep. and he puts all that together. And, um, so, you know, I really appreciate Randy, uh, Neil and his, um, his gift for that because that's a really, I think that's a really good teaching tool. Yes. Cause I just, I mean, I just send him kind of a generic mm-hmm. outline and he puts all those like, yeah, all he the, takes the graphic that he, I've made yeah. and, and sometimes we'll work together on, you know, he'll, email me back and say, Hey, can you do the graphic like this? Right. And, um, and so we'll work together on that just to make it because there are a lot of people. I'm one of them who are visual learners. Right. And, and if you have something that you can connect with visually, right. You know, you may be on a Wednesday or a Tuesday or something and you see something right? and it connects you back to that one point you made or the one scripture yes. that you referenced or yeah. the quote that you made. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's great. So he does a, a phenomenal job with that. It's very good. And um, sometimes when I get the slides back, I'm like, wow, that is great. So, um, and I love it too, because I do, I, I agree with you 100%. I think it's a good teaching tool. I think it's a visual tool, yep. especially when, you know, here's the question. I got a question to ask you and I've sent him the question mm-hmm. and he does the graphics around it. And you know what I love about it? It's not overdone, right. but it's done right. enough to where it gives you that visual imagery of something to stick with. We're all about so. class here. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know what class that is. I know, but. right? <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness gracious! So, um, I hear, I hear. Mm-hmm. That, he's just looking at me. He's like, I have no idea. And I know exactly what is what's coming. Co- I know out of exactly his mouth what's right coming. Now. I hear that you went on the caveman diet. Well, as of today, we're going on the caveman diet. We have we have nothing in our house because we haven't been home for a week. So that's a good start. Well, we have nothing cavemanable in our house. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, you know, I could have had plenty of stuff this morning, but um, we had two eggs left, and so I made Allie scrambled eggs, and I haven't eaten anything, and probably won't until dinner now. But I've got my black rifle coffee. So see, that's that's it, right? That's there. all I need. So, um, like cavemen definitely had black rifle coffee, right? <laughs> For sure. Why not? Yeah. yeah. No, we've got questions about it. We there's so many. When it comes to the caveman, the paleo diet, right. there's a lot of information out right. there, and there's some differing information out Correct. there. And, and I, I think that there's, you know, I don't know that there's a right or a wrong way. It's what I've seen is kind of what works best for you, but there are definitely some mm-hmm. some rigid right. kind of staples of it. Right. And so, like I asked you a little bit ago, like rice, because I've, I've seen differing opinions on rice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I probably got into stuff last night. I'm, you know, you get into a rabbit hole on YouTube. Right, where right. Where you're like, yeah. oh, what is it? And, you know, I got into some stuff that wasn't paleo related, wasn't Correct. caveman related. I was watching this one guy, um, who is the, he's done CrossFit and he's won, um, the gold medal in CrossFit for oh, the wow. last five years, I think. Wow. And the dude eats rice with every meal. He's also training mm-hmm. ridiculous mm-hmm. amount. Too. I mean, if you're running 40 miles a day, then right? definitely you need some rice. But, exactly. Uh, 
So, you know, what are the, what are those main things that, that we need to do? Like, we're going to go to the store. Right. Um, you know, I know like nuts are, are big, mm-hmm. like almonds mm-hmm. and pistachio and that, that's kind of mm-hmm. your fatty. They're, they're talking, what I've seen is talking mm-hmm. about like, you know, proportion wise, um, right. an amount the size of your fist. Exactly. Um, can I use your fist instead of my fist for that? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe grab Todd. His hand is big. His hand's big. Like, yeah, exactly. Right? So, uh, Andre the Giant. Yeah, right. Well, you know, fist. the, the thing about that is, and, and by, I'm no expert by all means on this, you know, because I'm about seven weeks in, eight weeks into this, and I can definitely tell a difference in right. uh, clothing and all that, and I'm, I'm probably going to have to buy some different, uh, at least pants here. That's in the a good next, problem to have. Yeah, month or so. But um, as I understand this, and there is a little bit of variations and tweaks that you right. can make, and I know people add a little bit of rice and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And uh, most people say, and I've read a guy who does the caveman diet, and he does do like a cup of rice like every other day. Okay. And he'll make chicken. And rice, but he'll do it like in a stir fry and then throw right. like chicken strips, um, on top of that. Yeah. And so that's how he'll do it. And we like that. that. Yeah. But he's, it's just a cup or a half a cup. Okay. And I'd have to look. It might even be a half a cup of rice. Yeah. Cause actually a cup of rice is, is quite a bit. Yeah. And so, it's more than um, you think. but it's a, um, it's, it's the, um, brown one, brown, brown rice. rice. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and like then, that. uh, there was another guy and I actually did this the other day and, um, so you're saying I can still use my blackstone. You can still use your black fried rice every now and then. So I was, uh, I don't know if I saw him or if I was reading, um, him, but, um, anyway, um, he, what he does is he gets plain croutons because what he does is he does salad and puts chicken on top of salad, but he does a huge salad. Like he does everything you can put on a salad, boiled eggs. He'll do, you know, peppers. He'll do uh, whatever you want to put on your salad. And, um, so what he'll do is he'll do croutons. Okay. And he said what he'll, he'll look at what a serving for the croutons are. And he said, so it might be, you know, 30 calories in this or whatever, and it might be four carbs or whatever. And he said he'll, if it's five croutons, that's what he'll do that. He said, sometimes he said, you almost need a psychological boost right when it comes to that so he said especially if you're first starting out or if you just kind of you're into this and you're just kind of bored with it but i've never been bored with it i really like the the, the plain eating because um basically they tell you to shop the outer parts yes. of yeah, the grocery exactly. store the so it's really meat meat it's vegetables fruit it's fruit you can eat nuts but you don't want to do you want to go over do it on the nuts exactly. because then that'll send you into another whole right you know issue yeah there's a fattiness in nuts exactly. that is good in Proportion, exactly. but um, but um, it's pretty much anything a caveman can grab his hands and put his hands on and and eat. And so I'm still trying to find the dinosaur meat. <laughs> yeah, right. But you look at the um, you look at that, and you know why not? Like you know, if he maybe a caveman could do you know rice, but I don't know right? if he uh, if he could grow that where he would actually get that. Right. You know right. what I mean? Unless he came on a rice field somewhere. Right. And um, but I um, there are some. Sorry to cut you off here. No, you're good. But there are some, like, vegetables that are not good. Like, one thing that we were reading, I don't know what you know about this, is um, peas. They said stay away from peas. Mm-hmm. Um, carrots are good. Carrots are really good. Which is great because I love carrots. Um, potatoes, potatoes are yeah. starchy. Now, the one – I was watching a video last night, and they had – Corn too. They corn. stay away from corn. Is is yep. is a starchy yes. too. Um, but they had a lot of sweet potatoes in their meals that this Did lady they? was prepping. 
Is there a difference between a potato and a sweet potato? I mean, obviously they, there's a difference. They do for, and I don't know what the difference is, but um, years ago, I'm talking 20 years ago, I um, started really getting in good shape and worked out with a friend of mine who was into bodybuilding mm-hmm. and did some low-level bodybuilding at that time. I know you can't tell it now, but I used to, and um, he would always say to eat with almost every meal a half of a sweet potato okay, or take one sweet potato per day, cut it in half. And then do half at one setting and half at another. And, but there's all kinds of these variations because, you know, he was really big on eating six times a right. day. Small oh, yeah. Meals. yeah. Some of these guys. Or are. some people say, and this is what I've been doing. And I don't know if I'm going to continue to do this, but this is what I do probably about four or five days a week is I intermittent fast and I won't eat anything until dinner. Dinner. And then you just load. And then I'll eat just actually normal. Okay. And then what I'll do after dinner, um, I'll wait about three hours. And, um, instead of snacking, like I used to, I'll do fruit. Okay. And that's what I'll do. Yeah. And then I'm done for the day. And, um, the importance is, important thing too, is to, to drink a lot of water. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that's a big thing for a lot of people because, you know, you need to drink at least what do they say? Eight glasses, you know, 10 ounce glasses a day or something. Yeah. Or, and I have found that to be easier once I got this water, whatever it is, it's not right. a jug, but it's a water can, it's 24 ounces. Yeah. So that's perfect. Um, sweet. It's got my sweet water logo where I get a lot of my musical instruments and right. guitar strings and all that stuff from, but, um, and then I do obviously, I, I drink a lot of water in your coffee. That doesn't count though. It's filtered, <laughs> filtered water. <laughs> so no, I think we're, we're excited about it, you know, still have some questions and, but we, we do love and, and my kids love, I, I don't know that they'll, you know, follow along with us. Christian might, you know, he's mm-hmm. like meat and vegetables. Okay. Oh yeah. That's very um, healthy too. I mean, it's very, very healthy. Yeah. Um, but you know, we love and, and the kids love fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it though. They'll be like, hey, can I just eat a cucumber? And so we'll mm-hmm. cut up a cucumber and they'll just, it's like, where did the cucumber go? And right. They will just tear into it. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, salads. I love salads. Mm-hmm. So to take some chicken, throw some chicken on a salad. The big thing is the dressing. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of ranch. So right. obviously ranch is not the greatest thing for you. So what, what do you do there in that instance? I just do plain olive oil. Plain olive oil. A little bit of olive oil and that's that it. And I kind of E-V-O-O. toss it around and. That's it. I, but I like olive oil, yeah. so some people don't. But. Well, and Allie, Allie and I talk too. You know, you could make your because you know spices and seasonings aren't off limits. Mm-hmm. No. Correct? No, not at all. Salt is not a you know too much salt's not a good thing. Yeah, and I'm not a big salt person anyway. Gotcha. So that's um, so we talked about making our own salad dressing. Well, that would be awesome. You know, some olive oil and some seasonings and stuff. Oh yeah, and, for sure. And I think you know I, I'm a big fan of pepper. Um, um, my mind just went blank. What do you make the uh, like guacamole out of? What, uh, avocados. Avocados. They're, they're good. You can eat avocados, yep. and those are really good because avocados is kind of a natural. Like if you have joint pains and inflammation, mm-hmm. did you know that avocados take that away? Okay. And so um, I really, I really like avocados, and so I love slicing them up, putting on a salad, yep. or yep. just eating them plain. You know, um, you know, along with something. And, um, so those are really good for you though. And yes. I think you need yep. to, I know they're not always that, you know, you, you almost have to buy those about every other day because those things will go turn pretty quick. So. Yeah. Or you have to buy them in bulk in advance and let them, mm-hmm. I did learn a trick with that. If you take and put them in a paper bag mm-hmm. and, um, and seal the paper bag up, that will help them turn. So if you buy them where they're still pretty hard they'll they'll turn quicker that way and so you could keep some out oh, and then put some in the paper bag and if you want to get them to to where they're better see you're already quicker. caveman ready right now man I'm ready you know the caveman ready you're like barney rubble sitting over there 
Why did you say I was Barney? I don't know. Was it my stature? I don't know. We've been watching a lot of Flintstones with the kids. I got the Boomerang channel um, on my Roku. Did we talk about that? I think you did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kennedy was watching stuff last night. She was watching Tom and Jerry. That's good. T- that's good. It tins, was good man. stuff. Yeah, good stuff. So, so we're, I, I will check in next week. We're going shopping. I told Allie uh, on the way. It ain't cheap. Let me tell you. Well, and that's what it I told cheap. Allie. I'm like, hey, you get ready because I'm going to Mosher's and spend 500 yeah. bucks. It ain't cheap to eat like that. I'm telling you, it's a lot cheaper to eat bad. I'm gonna be eating some steaks. Yeah. Well, go ahead and call me over. Um, well, this week I won't be here, so wait till next week. Oh, <laughs> we we need to do it again. But that's the thing, you know, Brussels sprouts. And, and they do say, you know, like I was watching stuff last night and they were cooking stuff in ghee. I don't even know what that is, but it's kind of like an oil, but it's plant-based okay. or something. My stomach is growling. I have not eaten anything. And we're talking about food. <laughs> um, but, you know, they did say olive oil was good. Right. Like EVOO. Yeah. Um, but what you were saying, I've got – I got bacon grease on my oven in a jar. And a lot of times I'll do that. I'll cook – um Olive oil and bacon grease with like um, vegetables. Yeah, just a little bit of bacon grease, kind of make it, you know, yeah, give it a flavor, give it a little bit of. I grease. need to uh, go to Mosher's and get me some pork belly because I have to be making some more bacon. Me do soon. Yeah, you do. <laughs> if, if we're gonna go down this road, then we're gonna have to to light that up. Oh goodness! But, so we're excited. We're looking forward to it. Thank you for your help. And oh gosh, join in next week for uh, Caveman Diet with Craig. With, yeah, right. <laughs> New podcast, Caveman with Craig. <laughs> At least my name will be first. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no comeback. Yeah, right. So I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you had vacation time. Glad you, uh, were able to listen yesterday, even though you weren't here, you were here in spirit and that's watching nice. right along. Just to with be us, able so. to stay up, yeah. up to date. It was, that's a good thing. That's really good. And, um, so yeah, it was an interesting, um, interesting topic. And it was one of those topics and one of those scriptures that I had literally been working on for months. And, right. and you know that yeah. I've, I've yep. told you and, and I've told several people that I got to a certain point and I just did not feel good about it. I felt like something was missing. And then I would get a little further down the road and be like, okay, I got it. And then I'm like, no, something's not right. Something's missing. I I literally, I go back to prayer. I would go back to the word of God because when you're trying to break down a scripture where you've had hammered into your mind so many years of one way, when you need to look at it in the whole context of what that is. And so, um, you know, yesterday, basically, you know, I told everybody that, you know, there's a document from George Washington all the way up to present day leaders that sets up the government of the United States of America. Yep. And that is the Constitution of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Every single solitary person from a president all the way down to the lowest level public servant swears to withhold to uphold right. the Constitution of the United States. And they say these words at the end, so help me God. So the government of the United States is not so much a person or an office as it is a document that keeps everything flowing and In everything check. working. Right. And so part of the explanation of that yesterday was trying to get people to realize that that document, that one document, the Constitution of the United States, I cannot really find a flaw in that document, and if there is, somebody's going to have to point it out to me. That is about as a near-perfect document that, that you can get. And so that is the thing that has held the United States of America together 
coming this what um, Sunday, right. 245 years. And the only thing that keeps the United States of America from going off the rails is the Constitution of the United States. Right. And so every single person, every single person that leads mm-hmm. at, is in a, a position of leadership needs to comply with the Constitution. So when I have said through the past, you know, don't let anybody pull, you know, Romans 13 out on you, act like that, that it's one thing. The other thing that I gave you or gave to everyone on Sunday was a kind of a list of guidelines of what, and this wasn't all of them, right. but scriptures that God has given to those people who are in authority over us. Yeah, there's a lot of those. And there's a lot of, and one of, one of the biggest ones <laughs> was the first one I read was Psalm 2 verses 10 through 12. It says, now then you kings, Act wisely. And that can be, well, let me go on. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Mm-hmm. And that applies to presidents, vice presidents, governors, senators, congressmen, um, you name kings, it. Kings, queens. Kings, queens, any kind of leader. And then it says, right. serve the Lord with reverent fear and rejoice with, with trembling. Submit to God's royal son, which is Jesus Christ, or he will become angry. And you will be destroyed in the midst of your, all of your activities, for his anger flares up in an instant. If that was the only verse in the Bible that pertained to to leadership for those in authority, that would be enough. Right. I mean, think about that verse. Yeah. That is crazy. The next verse was Psalm seventy two eleven. It says, yes, all kings shall fall down before him. All the nations of the earth shall serve him. Mm-hmm. Psalm 138, verses 4 through 5. All the kings of the earth shall praise you, O Lord, when they hear the words of your mouth. Yes, they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, and great is the glory of the Lord. And then how about this from Second Samuel 23, verse 3. He rules over men. Or he who rules over men must be just, ruling in the fear of what? God. God. You see that today? You see our leaders ruling in the fear of God? No. No, not at all. I mean, that's those are some heavy-duty verses. I'll do one more here, Proverbs 16, 12. It's an abomination for kings, and you can say for presidents, vice presidents, governors, uh, senators, uh, mm-hmm. congressmen, to commit wickedness. How about that? Yeah. For a throne is established by righteousness, and the righteousness of what? The righteousness of God. Right. So these guys not only are going against God, but these guys are going against the Constitution of the United States. They're strike two right now, man. Right. They're strike two. I think I mentioned yesterday – I'll shut up here in a second. Um, oh, you're good. I think I mentioned yesterday that um, you know, a lot of people who threw out Romans 13, I was like, you know, if you, could, if you really believe Romans 13, that yep. we need to submit and comply to everything that the government tells us to do, then here's what you need to do. You need to sell your house, quit your job, get rid of your cars, pack your bags, move back to England, and live under the queen's mm-hmm. leadership, you know, and – all hail the queen. All hail the queen. You know what? And that's that. Because um, then you do not agree with the founding fathers when they broke from England under the dictatorship of King George right. and his wickedness and his depravity and what he was doing. You don't agree with that. Right. There, there comes a time when you have to make a break. And so I broke down the word submission mm-hmm. and obey yesterday, which – I'm glad I did because that was one of the things that I threw in there because I was like, we need to actually know what that means. Right, and to realize that both of those words are used in the New Testament. You Mm -hmm. broke them down into the Greek, Mm -hmm. and um, they're both used in the New Testament but in different purposes and the fact that they have two different meanings. Exactly. You know, we hear that in today's – you know, our our terminology, our vocabulary I don't think is quite as as deep. Or, yeah, intense. Intense as it was – 
you know, in the original Correct. language. And so, you know, breaking that down of what does submit mean versus mm-hmm. what does obey mean. Exactly. And I, I thought that was really good. You read or you talked about that and I'm a very, I'm a very, um, I don't know what the terminology would be. Um, but I, I talk back, you know, I, I'll do that even on a Sunday morning sitting up front and be like, mm-hmm, yep. And, um, and so I'm there driving, you know, through the mountains of West Virginia and we're listening to, to the sermon and you talked about that and talked about if anybody, you know, wants to use Romans 13, you know, then the founding fathers were, yeah. were off and you need to move, sell your house, sell everything right. you own and right. move back to England. I'm like, mm-hmm, right. yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we broke down the word submit and subject uh, of, of what that actually, um, what that actually means is that the word in the Greek is, um, hupotasso, uh, which is translated as submit or to be subject to, and basically it mean, literally means to arrange respectfully in an orderly manner underneath. Mm-hmm. And basically what I was trying to get people to understand is that the word submit means is that God is a God of order. Not a God of chaos, riots, and evilness. Right. God is a, the, here's the order of what I want you guys to follow. If you follow this, your life is going to be good. If you choose not to, then it's not going to be good. It's kind of like what he tells you and I to do, you know, in the Ten Commandments. Right. You know, this is, this is to keep order in your life. Mm-hmm. God doesn't want you to have sex outside of marriage, correct? Right. So why is that? To keep you from having fun. No, it's to give you an order yeah. and a balance in your life. It's not God's like, I'm trying to keep you from having a good time. What God is trying to do is to keep you safe and to give you order in your life. And so if you choose not to do that, then guess what? Yeah. You're not going to have order. <laughs> you're going to have anxieties and worries and your shame and guilt and right. all this. So that's well, like just that example there. That's no different than, than us being at the lake the other day. My kids are not the best swimmers. You know, I, I've tried to teach them. Well, really, they all look like water dogs. To right. Me. They love to swim, but they're just not super strong okay. yet because we don't do it a lot. Now, me, I grew up behind a boat. I was water skiing at age five. And so I was a really good swimmer early on. But, you know, they were standing there fishing along the side of the lake. And there was a little bit of a drop off in the water right there where they were. It was like a dock area. And so, like, if they would have fallen in, it could have been bad. Yeah. And I would have probably had to have gotten wet. But it's like, hey, Christian, step back. Don't get too close to the edge. I don't want you falling in. Right. Was that because I didn't want him to have fun? No. Right. It was because I cared about him. I, exactly. I want him to be safe. I want to protect him. That's the exact same thing that God is wanting to do to us in our lives. Right. 100%. And, and, and like you said, to create that order. Exactly. And, and there is a, and there is, and that it, there is an order for God. And, um, you know, He has given us different authorities, uh, in our lives. He's given us government. Yep. Government has been established and it needs to be established on the righteousness of God. And it's given for good and justice. Government is given to reward goodness, right. not to punish goodness like you mm-hmm. see today. Yep. So there, that's that one. There is the authority of law enforcement and the military. That's yep. there for to, uh, to prepare us for balance and for order. Yep. There's the authority of the home, which the authority of the home has lost all of its value exactly. and all of its credence today in 2021. So the three areas that God has really given to us, which uh, for those who serve in leadership and government and the law enforcement, military, and those in the home, they're all being attacked by Satan. And right. it's time for exactly. Christians to rise up. So I, I, I kind of broke it down where the word subject or 
subjected in the Greek is the same, and it's the same in Romans 13 as you read in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 21 and 22, where it says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Right. So you and I need to submit to each other. That means I'm not going to go out and talk bad about you. It doesn't mean I'm going to go out and gossip about you. I'm going to have, give you the cold shoulder when I see you. You know what this means? As a follower of Christ, I am to, we are to submit our lives to Christ for order and not chaos. We need to live under that blessing. And then the rest of that verse says, for wives, this means you are to submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Right. And yesterday I said, so, what if a husband comes home and he beats his wife, talks down to her, treats her like a dog, and is out around carousing? This is this has been ongoing for a long time. Is that wife commanded to submit to the leadership of that husband? And there's absolutely no, no, not right. at all. I'm not saying she's going to divorce him. I'm saying that there needs to be some checks and balance systems along the way. And if the husband is not falling under the line of God in his righteousness, in his leadership, then the wife has every opportunity and needs to overjump him to get that thing straight. Exactly. Kind of like where we're at today with the government and those who lead. They're not doing their job. So it is up to us to go over top of them right, right. and get this thing right. And you know what we have that other places don't have? We have the Constitution of the United States, which literally is the government of what we follow. Right. Yeah, absolutely, 100% agree with that. And and to take that the next step further, you know, you, you're talking about that, and, and it says um, in that very next verse, wives or sorry, husbands love your wives as what? As Christ, Christ loved, loved the, the church. church. Right. You know, and, and that's if, if a husband is, is fulfilling his role, then the wife is going to, right. you know, submit to respect. Right. Um, but you know, you, you brought up a great point for me when you were talking about the hupotasso, submit or, or be subject. And then in parentheses, it says arrange respectfully and in an orderly manner underneath the, the government nowadays is wanting that in certain areas, but allowing the opposite of that in other areas. There's a double standard. There's very much a double standard. And, and as long as, as it fits into their agenda, mm-hmm. they want that submission. They right. want you to comply. Exactly. But if it it works for their agenda the other way where it promotes mm-hmm. what they're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, or or should I say whatever Satan is trying to accomplish through them, right. then that disorder and dysfunction is allowed and accepted and encouraged. Right. Like that's for me where I'm struggling nowadays. Um, prime example, the, you and I were talking this morning about the, the lady who is at the Olympic trials mm-hmm. and – they played the national anthem when she was – first of all, she wasn't even up on the podium for the gold. She was up for, for the bronze. So okay. she was in third place okay. for the hammer throw. And every day at certain times, they play the national anthem. Mm-hmm. They don't do it like they do at the Olympics. They do it when they're on the podiums. Right, right. Um, at the trials, they don't do that. However, they do it and they have a certain schedule. And it was like five minutes late and happened to play while she was on the podium, again, accepting the bronze medal, not the gold medal. Mm. And she turned her back on the flag and then held up a T-shirt that said activist athlete or something like that over her face um, to to protest or whatever. 
which there are are rules in place against protesting um, in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching a video on that last night as well in the midst of watching videos on the caveman mm-hmm. diet. Right. Um, but <laughs> is she going to get reprimanded? Um, Probably not. No. Because that, that doesn't – Fit the agenda to reprimand her. Yeah, the narrative is that's the narrative, the narrative exactly. that they want. And, um, you know, you look at that and that is a sad thing. And the, um, you know, if you're representing a company, if you're representing a, mm-hmm. um, country, then you're representing them. Yes. You're not an individual at that point. Yeah. You're representing the United States of America. You're representing Australia. You're, you're representing right. whatever country, whatever you're country from. And so that's like, um, you know, <laughs> that's like Chiquita Banana paying you to go do something, um, for Chiquita Banana. But when you actually get there, you protest against Chiquita Banana, right. saying that, you know, you're that whatever you want to do. Well, first of all, you're not going to get paid. Probably right. they're going right. to can you right on the spot. And, um, and knowing some people that work for Chiquita Banana, they would can you right exactly. on the spot. Right. Right on the I spot. I like Chiquita Banana personally. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, um, so I, um, I really believe that, and if I'm not mistaken about her and I can't remember her name and I can't remember all the circumstances around it, but I heard about this a week ago. Okay. That she was going to protest. Okay. For this. Well, and she's done it before. Yeah. Said. And she needed to be removed. Yes. And this is where, this is where we live in this shady gray area mm-hmm. of, you know, well, no, they have the right. No, you know what? No, you don't. At this point, if you're representing the United States of America, then you stand on your two, two legs yes. and you put your hand over the heart and you yeah. better look at that. Flag. And the other two women were. Yeah, exactly. In, in the, the image that they showed. And, you know, just a, a great question. I watched the video and the one guy was like, why, why is she even there? If she doesn't. 100%. Why um, is she there? You know, why, why is she there? And if you got if, the bronze, you're not that good anyway. You're not that good. And they said, you know, <laughs> what does this say? Why even let her go to the Olympics? Because right. if she makes it to the Olympics, what's she going to do? She's going to do just that. Right. The, uh, another lady said, you know, she is, she has reported on and, and done a lot of work with veterans. She said what the, what this girl needs to do is she needs to go to Arlington Cemetery and she needs to talk to some, some veterans mm-hmm. who have laid their life on the line to mm-hmm. defend the flag. Right. You know, the very same flag that is laid over a casket right. of a fallen soldier. Exactly. Um, and talk to them about the sacrifice that they made for her to have the freedoms that she has, to be able to be an athlete oh, in yeah. the greatest country ever. Exactly. Um, you know, and that's what they, they even said. There, there is a way to, to protest if you feel that something is, is inadequate or there are, right. or, or something, something going on that's not right. Right. But there are also ways that you're turning your back on your country and, Right. You know, their, their thought was, why even be there? Exactly. And there are ways to protest and civil disobedience yep. and, you know, have your voice heard. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I'm 100% all for that. That's yep. what makes America so wonderful and great. But there are times, um, and places that you can and you cannot right. do that. And, um, you know, yesterday, you know, I said, and it goes along with, with the flag too, because it represents, I believe the flag represents everything about America, which is, the Constitution and right. everything, but there has been men and women who have given up their very lives for that flag and the Constitution of the United States and the freedoms that exactly. we, we stand upon. I mean, if you've never read the Constitution of the United States, and I know it's written in the old English language version at times, <laughs> but it is an impeccable, mm-hmm. impeccable document, and um, there is checks and balance systems, and our founding fathers put those checks and balance systems in there because I believe that they could foresee in the future of what 
evil men and women can do. Oh, they knew what and they were capable of. Exactly. I mean, they because came they, from it. They came from yeah. it. I mean, because um, I was actually reading something about a month ago about John Adams. Okay. That John Adams, they tried to um, talk to King George one more time. Mm-hmm. And John Adams had a meeting set up with King George. So it was a very, um, it was a very tense meeting. Right. Because John Adams has allowed safe passage back to England because he is living in, you know, um, Colonies at this point, right? I can't remember where he lives. New Virginia, or uh, I, I can't remember right. New Rhode Island. It's some place like that. Anyway, he actually makes this truck back to England to meet with King George. And um, when I was reading about this, they said that uh, John Adams said it was one of the most bizarre interactions that he'd ever had in his entire life, that you could not really talk to King George. Everything was just, it was almost like he was in a supernatural state. Hmm. And, um, you know, I won't tell you everything that I've read about King George of, you know, some of the things that he might have um, had in his life. But um, apparently um, when he decided he wasn't going to get anywhere, he, um, you know, John M's bowed in front of him like, like he would and right. he backed out and realized at that point as he went back and he came to Jefferson and Washington and some of the other founding fathers, Madison Monroe and all those guys. And he was just like, this is not going to happen. Yeah. And so this is either do or die for yeah. us. And, um, it gets to the point where it's either do or die. Yeah. And I believe, um, for us in the United States of America, it's do or die right now. Yeah. Because, um, I touched on this yesterday, but, um, just barely, you know, we, and we've talked about this, before on 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 the podcast about Pride Month, yeah, and how ramped up it is from last year to this yep, year, yep. And I can't imagine what it's going to be like from this year, next year to next year, or from next year, yep, to the next year. And um, and the goal to this is to, I believe, is to get the church to stop talking about this, and that society right. as a whole, even, um, you know, nominal Christians. And even sold out Christians yep. to buy into, well, we just need to be tolerant of right. this behavior. We just need to be tolerant of Well, this. we need to love them. We need to love them. Let me ask you, you know, here's the thing. If I was having an affair with some, some lady, guaranteed you guys wouldn't be tolerant with me. Oh, no. You wouldn't be tolerant no. at all with me. But that's the a same reason. thing. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Because I do love you, and I know that that, that action separates you. From God. From God. You know, and we've talked about, I have sin in my life. You, probably not as much as me, you have sin in your no, life. Believe me. Yeah. I do. Exactly. We, we have sin in our lives. And there's a difference between yeah. acknowledging that I have sin in my life. Right. Repenting of that sin. Right. Striving to not, there are temptations that are going to, you know, Paul talked about, you know, that. <laughs> right. There, there, there are temptations that are going to walk with me through my life that I'm going to have to resist. I'm going to have to fight. I'm going to have to battle against. I'm right. going to have to pray over. Right. I'm going to have to enlist the help of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. And and I have to just acknowledge that that is that is a sin. I cannot do that. I have to repent of that. There's a difference between that, right, and just blatantly living in sin and saying, "Well, God, if God loves me for who I am, then He's going to forgive me." Exactly. That's not true because the Bible very clearly talks about how there is a heaven and there is a hell. And when this life is over, you're going to one or the other. And, and we, it's not that, it's not that I'm a homophobe or, or anything like that. I don't want, when that person dies, right. Their, their lifestyle and their choices Mm -hmm. 
are going to lead them to one of two places. Well, when you're talking about that, here's here's where this comes into play. Because a lot of people are like, well, you're so mean when you talk about this stuff. No, I'm not being mean. Because here's what I'm doing. I'm not actually out on the street corner in Marysville or Delaware or Columbus or right. New York City shouting and screaming if you're, you know, a part of the Pride Month or if you're gay or if you're LGBTQ, you're going to die and you're going to go to hell. That's not what I'm doing. Right. What I'm doing is I'm inside the church where God's people are. Mm-hmm. And what I'm trying to do is teach God's people, Truth. here's what you're yeah. supposed to do. This is what it's all about. Yes, you are to love these people. Yeah. Okay, now, here's the catch. Because you guys... In your own families yeah. and your friends, you're going to be hit by this because oh, it is so in your face now. So now what are you going to do? Yeah. Yes, you've got to love them, but there are some things that you will and will not be able to do as a follower of Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, it's like you can't put your stamp of approval on that, right. but you have to explain why that is and show exactly. them that the love of God through what he is doing. And so I am so... um I'm amazed at Christian people who just kind of give in to this. Right. Oh, you know, we got to be tolerant. You know, no, you don't. You got to be loving, but you also have to give the truth of God. You've got to right. give the truth of God's word exactly. to these to these people. Yeah. And so. if, if you love them, you're going to, again, not put your stamp of approval on exactly. it. Exactly. You know, yes. I mean, and I, I think you're right. Every family is going to get hit with it. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us know someone who's living in that lifestyle. But again, it's no different than um, someone who is having an affair. Right. It's no different than someone who is struggling with pornography, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and loving them enough to go to them right. and say, hey, I understand this is a right. struggle for you, but let's let's work together. Yeah. Let's let's pray over this. Let's enlist the Holy Spirit. Let's work on, you know, walking in step with the Spirit. Right. And getting out of this rut that you're in. Right. Um, and, and you have to realize that sin is addictive. Oh, absolutely. Sin is very addictive. And what might be an addictive sin for you may not. I'd be like, I don't for even sure. know how you get involved uh, yeah, in exactly. that. You know, and what could be addictive for me? You're like, I don't know how I could do that. So, um, but sin is addictive, but let me go a step further. Sex, immoral sex yeah. is very addictive. And anybody that I've ever talked to will tell you that you just kind of get into that. It's an, it's an unrestrained um, emotion, and you're running on just sheer adrenaline right. and emotion. It's a high. And it, it's it's a high. It's 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 a need that you have that you're trying to satisfy without right. without God. And um and I and I believe that you know God wants me to not run just on sheer motion without thinking about him on anything. Because what's the ultimate goal? The ultimate goal is that I glorify God yep. in my life every single day. In everything you that's do. not just in public. That's not just when you see me, but that's when I am behind closed mm-hmm. doors, or that's when I am by myself and nobody else can see me but me and God. Right. And so God wants me to glorify him at all times, as basically as driving down the road and not yelling and screaming and cussing at somebody. So... I know Thanks. that didn't happen to you last week, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I actually did fairly <laughs> well. Yeah, kids were in the car. <laughs> actually, I'm I'm worse when the kids are in the car. Okay, because I I, I can't tolerate people being dumb with <laughs> right. my kids, my precious cargo in there. Well, so. I I get that 100. percent But I've, I've I've tried to be better with my road rage because I mean, let's be honest, that is a sin. It is. It is. It does not glorify 
God. No, and, and anything I, that does not glorify God. Yep. Is and not I good. caught myself caught myself this morning. Uh, somebody pulled directly out in front of me. I mean, yeah. right out in front of me, where I literally had to lock it up. And is that in front of my house? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I was. Um, it, uh, the first reaction was immediate. I was irritated at this person, and I was like, "You." And I caught myself. Right. And I went. God bless you. <laughs> I did. And then I chuckled. I was like, that's not what I really want to say. <laughs> I might have said it, but my heart's not there, God. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sorry but, I got us off on no, a tangent no, but, there with the No, flag, but, but sin is sin. Yeah. I mean, and whether it's that or whether it is um let's just let's just say it. You're causing church dissension. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yep. And it's the same thing. If you're always if you're always negative, if you're always dissent always dissenting, gossiping, slandering, unhappy, yep. chip on your shoulder. Yep. It's as bad as a uh, Pride Month. Yep. It's as bad as yep. that. And here's the problem with, with everything. But since we're there, we'll talk about that. I sent you a video. Um, the problem is is that Christians or so-called Christians and Christ followers are confusing the rest of the world. False prophets. False prophets. Yes. You know, that we, there's a guy, and I'm, I don't even know that I want to call him a guy. He's definitely not a minister. He is, he's a guy. He, I don't, I personally don't believe he's a man. Um, but he's a minister. <laughs> and by title. Right. My right. opinion. Right. Which we know doesn't always matter, but he's a minister by title. He is homosexual. I don't know what denomination he's in, but that's okay in whatever denomination he's in. And he used, you're talking about taking a verse out of context. He took a, a verse out of context and is telling the, the homosexual community that it's okay to be who you are and to come out of those old rags that, right. you know, you're living in. And he, he talked about Jesus calling to John the Baptist. And I don't know what version he was reading from, but in his version that he was reading from, Jesus says to John the Baptist, John, come out. And that's what Jesus oh, is telling. You mean telling. Lazarus? I mean Lazarus. Lazarus sorry. Yes, yes, yeah. Sorry. I'm yeah. off. Um, Lazarus. And he's telling Lazarus, Lazarus, come out. Which the, the versions that I've read, Lazarus, come forth. Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe he did say, come out, come out of the tomb. Right, right. But that's, and they've taken that to say, come out. Right. Um, you come out of the closet or whatever you want to call right, it. Right, right. And, and he, he said, you know, that's what Jesus is telling, you know, those who are homosexual to come out and, and to leave your old rags behind and to be mm -hmm. confident in who God has created you to be. Right. Well, that's one verse that is a taken way out of context. And there are other verses in the Bible that talk about old and new Testament yep. that talk about homosexuality. Yeah. And the fact that it is a sin. And so I think that is, is a point, it's a rub for us too, mm -hmm. because there's a lot of the world that's unchurched. Oh, and yeah. you have, you have people who are standing firm on God's truth, the Bible saying that, you know, this is absolutely wrong and it's leading you down a path of destruction. Right. Then you have others who are in the church, like this guy who are saying, this is absolutely right. God loves you. God wants you to be happy. God wants you to be who you are. Mm -hmm. Well, now we've just confused the world. We did even more. That same guy, um, somebody sent something to me last night, um, goes to church here, Kevin Beal. Kevin. And um, he sent me something, and this guy basically tells, um, it's on YouTube, that Jesus is a racist. 
and he pulls a couple things out of context and talks about Jesus being a racist. Now, the Bible has a lot to say about these guys and about, you know, yeah. false prophets and what is to come. And, you know, this is a part of the, um, this is a part of the birth um, pains yep. that Jesus talks about exactly. in the final days that you're going to have false yep. prophets. It used to be that there was just a handful, but right. now, oh, it's, literally it's, it's, uh, if it's not half and half, it's, it's quite, it, it's the, quite the number is building up there and um so it's very disturbing for me to to see these false prophets and these false teachers and I call them heretics. Yeah, exactly. I think they're absolute heretics. Mm-hmm. And um and I don't know how many levels of hell there is, but you, you, that's not going to be good for them when right. they stand before God because man, anytime like yesterday when I got to do this message, I'm never really nervous when I get up. Right. But yesterday morning when I got up both times I was a little bit nervous. I had a lump in my in my in my throat. My stomach was kind of knotted up. That has not happened to me for years, mm. and I felt like it was like my second or my third time because honestly, I prayed to God so hard that God, I'm doing this, and, and unless you stop me, yeah. And um, because I felt like that after <laughs> literally four months of praying and working yeah. on this, this is what it is. And so I'm very aware of the words I speak, and I know some people have disagreed with me. Some people mm-hmm. have been angry at me. I've been told that, you know, um, you know, that, um, I'm not really preaching God, you know, the yeah. Bible. And, um, but I do believe I am. Mm-hmm. I believe with all my heart. I, I spend so much time in prayer about this and Hey, if somebody wants my job, I'm more willing to hand it over. Cause exactly. if they want to do it. They can do it. And right. Then they can, they can get all the good emails and stuff. That come exactly. In. <laughs> Well, and, and you and I have talked before, and I was talking with my parents. We were camping and talked about how, you know, you and myself and other ministers of the gospel, we are going to to be judged on a higher standard. We're, we're going to be held accountable for the things that mm-hmm. we say. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, we do have to pray over that, and we do have to be intentional mm-hmm. about making sure mm-hmm. that the words we speak are biblically accurate and true mm-hmm. in alignment with God's Word. Exactly. That's what we have to go off of. We we can't go off of our feelings. No. We can't go off of our feelings. No, we can't. And that goes along with, and I didn't do this verse yesterday, but what we're talking about right now is 2 Timothy 4, verses 3 and 4. Awesome passage. It says, For a time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Yep. Instead, to suit their own desires, which yep. is Pride Month, what I want. You gotta just let me be what I wanna be. Mm-hmm. You gotta put your stamp of approval on it. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. So this poor guy who I called a heretic, but he yep. is a false prophet and he really needs our prayers. Mm-hmm. He is talking and giving the homosexual community what their itching ears want to hear. The affirmation. He yeah. is letting them, you know, he's trying to appease them from a worldly standpoint and view. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and they will turn aside to mess. Hmm. And that's what's going to happen. Yep. And that's what's going to happen. Yep. And that's what's going to be the what we're going to see a lot in the in these final days and um you know, um, I really feel like we need to keep our our eyes and our minds in God's word. Yeah. And we need to allow the Holy Spirit to to speak to us mm-hmm. on a daily basis and to rebuke us, to correct us, to corral right. us, to push us, to encourage us, to love us, to, to do those things. Yeah. So, And you can't do that if you're going to be talking out of your ear. Exactly. You know, it's like... Well, that's my, my prayer right now, too, is that um, the God's truth will speak louder 
than anything else. I, I truly believe exactly. that there is you know, already in the making a revival. Mm-hmm. I do believe that. There mm-hmm. are so many people who who are legitimately searching for the truth. You, mm-hmm. You've you've spoken with people recently mm-hmm. who you know they don't have a background in God's word. Right. They don't have a background in God's truth, and so they they really want to know what right. what what is the truth. And right. so my prayer is that people who are earnestly seeking God's truth will will find somebody who can give it to them exactly. and not find one of these false prophets. Exactly. And um, and I think that's something we need to pray about. Exactly. That, that we will be truthful, that if people come to us and that God would send people to us, that um, we would be able to, you know, give them the truth and, right. the, and the wisdom yep. of, of God. And so... Um, well, and you, you pray, you know, you pray quite often and and I've prayed this prayer and and you ask you know God will you put somebody in my path today that needs mm-hmm. you need me to tell about you and talk no. to you about you and and if I don't have the right words just go ahead and prepare mm-hmm. me now so right. I have the right words right. so that my words are not mine but they're yours exactly well John 8 31 and 32 I read yesterday kind of goes along with what we're talking about right now at this moment is that Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples mm-hmm. if you remain faithful to my teachings means, yeah. and you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. free. He's talking about truth. And the next verse I read was John sixteen thirteen when it says, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. And I'm telling you, there are Christians today, people who say that they're followers of Jesus Christ. They are not allowing that spirit to lead them into the spirit of, you know, of all truth. Right. And I read a verse yesterday. I'm going to read it right now because I really love this verse. Jesus, I think Jesus is praying for us, but I also think that Jesus is encouraging us through this prayer. And it's in John 17, verses 14 through 17. He says, I've given them your word. He's talking to God. And the world hates them because they do not belong to the world world. Mm. And I feel that. I feel that hate right now. I, right. I feel as a Christian, and well, I'm just going to be honest, as a white Christian, I feel hated by yeah. those in the government. I feel hated by those in the news. I feel hated by, because that's the narrative that they're right. giving. And it says, just as I do not belong to the world, I'm not asking that you take them out of the world. I love this part. Mm. But to keep them safe from the evil one. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Like, you can't remove them, but God, can you just can protect you put a, them. Protect yeah. them so they can continue to do what they're to do. They do not belong to this world any more than I do, but make them holy by your truth yep. and teach them your word, which is the truth. truth. And the only way that I can be protected is walking in the spirit of God and knowing yep. the truth of God. Yep. That's, that's sounds so simple, mm-hmm. but that's actually what it's all about. Yeah. And, absolutely. Uh, I don't know what else to do besides that. I'm totally. I don't know where to go. Yeah. I don't know where to go other than than the truth of God. Yeah, um, it's interesting topics, though, isn't for it? Sure. it for is, sure. It uh, is. <laughs> it's very uh, interesting, and uh, but I, um, I I really feel like that if Christians can take a grasp at you know what the governing authority is, and the governing authority is the Constitution of the United States, right? Because men and evil men and women will come and go. And they will try to set their own standard of what is right and wrong. But there is a standard of right and wrong in God's word, which right. the righteousness of a ruler or of a person in authority or leadership is to rule under the righteousness of God. And we also, in this country, you're to rule under the laws and the order of the Constitution of the United States. And that goes for 
our leaders. Yep, exactly. And so um, I'm following the Constitution. Right. They're not, half of them. Right. And so um, I did read a part of the Constitution. It was the very first article where it says, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion Mm -hmm. or promoting the free exercise thereof. And I think I said something basically, stay out of our business. Stay out of our business. This is none of your business how we conduct our worship and how we do church or abridging the freedom of speech. And that's exactly what they're trying to do with the freedom of speech. You, you know, you can't talk against pride month. You can't talk against the critical race theory there. there, There's a whole, they are so in violation of the constitution. uh, I don't know what else to say that this, they're just, it's evil. It's total evil. And then it, um, you know, it says, or the, or the press or the right for the people to peaceably assemble. And to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Mm. I got about 4,000 grievances right. against these guys. Yep. And I know I'm not the only person on the planet. But the yep. sad thing is, because of January 6th, which I'm not going to go into this because I have my theories and opinions on that yep. whole thing. But because of that, anytime that you question what they're doing, they're going to call you an insurrectionist. They're mm-hmm. going to call you a white supremacist. They're going to call you a fascist. They're going to call you a Nazi. But in a reality... It's like, you know, what you call me is what you are. Exactly. That's what they are. I believe that they're Nazis. I believe that they're fascists. Yep. I believe that they're the ones who are causing this. So there's a lot of things to really think about and pray about as, as a, as a person of God. Right. And, um, as I go, you know, every single day, I would like to say that I pray for them every day, but I don't, but I do pray for them at least four or five times a week. And sometimes it's really hard to do that. Right. <laughs> Truthfully, right. it's super hard to do that. Yeah. Well, and that just um, leads me into the, the very last verse that you read. Mm-hmm. The second Chronicles 714. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive, forgive their sins and restore their land. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's so much unrest, there's so much uneasiness in our mm-hmm. nation right now, because we as a nation right. have turned our face from God. Exactly. And how in the world can, if my people who are called by my name will what? Humble, humble themselves. themselves. How can we be humble when we're prideful in the month of June? Yep. I, I, I'm asking a legit question. Yeah. How in the world does that actually work? Mm-hmm. Seriously, how does that work? It doesn't. Yeah. My, you can't have it both ways. Yep. God says I need to be humble. It's almost a disgrace to be proud. Yeah. I mean, you and I have talked. Every, every, God. every time the word pride or proud is used in the Bible, it's not a good thing. No, not at all. Yeah. Pride comes before the fall. Exactly. I mean, just Google scriptures yeah. on pride. Yeah. Not good. Right. Not good at all. And and so I think that, you know, for those of us who are Christ followers. I think the only time it mentions it a decent way is when it says, take pride in your lowly position. Right. Like, you're a servant. You're exactly. You're a servant of Jesus Christ and Jesus is your master. Yep. (laughs) It's, it, it boggles my mind. It just, my mind stands boggled about this. So, God's word is so plain. The world is so wrong. Yep. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you think about that too. You know, one of, if not my favorite verse in, in the entire Bible. I have it tattooed down the back of my left arm as a reminder of what my attitude should be like. Second, or Philippians 2, 5 through 11. Um, your attitude should be that is the same of Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God. And I like this, it says in one of the versions, something to be used for his own advantage. Mm-hmm. But he took on the very nature of a servant, 
He being made in human likeness, he humbled himself. He took on, you know, mm-hmm. he became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Mm-hmm. You know, the, he Jesus humbled himself. That's what we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be prideful and humble. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you know, just that that Second Chronicles. You know, we're called to pray. Mm-hmm. We're called to humble ourselves, mm-hmm. pray, to seek the face of God, turn from our wicked ways, because we all. We have wicked ways. Mm, oh. All of us. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, we have to turn from that, seek God's face, and he will heal, heal our land. And so that, again, is my prayer, mm-hmm. that more people will seek God's truth and not get caught up in the narrative, not mm-hmm. get caught up in the false prophets, mm-hmm. not get caught up in any of that, but will seek God's truth and turn, and, and God will heal our land. Um, I think God can do amazing things. I do too. I know. I do I too. I think I know he can. I do too. He's done it before. And I believe that's why, um, the gospel message of Jesus Christ is the greatest message on planet earth. Yep. And it is the greatest message that any person can hear because like you said, we're all sinful mm-hmm. and whether it is, um, a part of the pride or whether I'm a liar or whether I'm an adulterer, yep. a cheater, a thief, a gossiper, a church dissenter, all of it's sin, all of it's on the same scale, all of it. But the cross, the blood of Jesus Christ, the empty tomb gives me free passageway into another whole realm. Mm-hmm. It covers me. Jesus has covered me with that. God loved me so much that he sent Jesus Christ to die for my sins and in spite of the depravity of my mind, yep. and I'm not talking about the world right now. I'm talking about me, mm-hmm. my mind, my heart, my actions. Jesus Christ still went to the cross and died for me. So if I can keep that in perspective, right. and I can keep that into what Jesus and God have done for me and the Holy Spirit's power that I have within me and I have the truth of God's word, it compels you to literally do the right thing. It compels you to talk to people in a different realm. Right. And it, it compels you to think, well, this is what Jesus has done for me. This is what I have been involved with. This is how God has changed my life through the blood of Jesus Christ. The gospel message is it, it can take the worst of the worst. Right. And it can turn them into something impeccable. Exactly. Because God did it. Yep. God did it. Because you can't do it yourself. Right. You cannot do it yourself. So you can't do it yourself and you can't do it alone. Exactly. So mm-hmm. part of the part of the uh, method to the madness of always talking like these things that we do, like this past Sunday, is to equip people. Yeah, it's to help them understand things a little bit better. Right, and it's to prepare them for yeah. what's to come because God has a, in spite of what takes place in this world, and no matter what happens in this kooky, wonky government, these people who lead us, we still gotta get out. And yep. we still got to share the message of Jesus Christ. We need to go into the world, yep. and we can't ever stop doing that. Yep. And we still need to keep doing what the church is supposed to do. Yep. And you read yesterday Hebrews 10, 2 through, um, 24 through 25. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Mm-hmm. That's what we can't do it alone. Mm-mm. We're called to motivate each other, to encourage each other, mm-hmm. to build each other up, to speak truth into each other, right. to correct each other when we're wrong. Right. Um, and that's how people are going to you know, recognize us. But that's why it's so important. I, I truly believe, like I said, I missed being here yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
I missed being here because of the fellowship, the encouragement that I get from other believers. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important not to neglect, not to get caught up in so many other things that we're neglecting meeting together. We're neglecting worshiping God Mm -hmm. together. Can we worship God at home? Yes. Should we be worshiping God at home? Yes. Every moment, every day, everything we do, everything we say should be worshiped to God. Exactly. But it's just as important to come together to give Mm -hmm. God praise as his body. There's power in that. There's absolutely. Uh, there's power in that. There's power in the worship. There's power in prayer. There's power in the in the scripture. Yep. There is literal spiritual power in uh, the getting the the breaking of the body and the drinking of the blood mm-hmm. and coming together and communing together with Jesus Christ yep. and remembering what Christ has done. We have literal power through that, and I think that is one of the phenomenal things. And and Satan. You know, whatever we want to talk about and however we want to talk about, you know, those in authority or whatever, we all know who's behind this. Exactly. Satan. I mean, he is the, he is the king of this world. He is the, the God of this earth. Yep. And, um, his ultimate goal is to him to be worshiped and mm-hmm. Jesus not to be worshiped. So let's keep his people from worshiping. Exactly. Let's make him afraid. Let's make him fearful. Let's give him worries, anxieties, shame and guilt. Right. And boom. He's yep. got you. Yep. Every single time. He knows exactly what he's doing. Exactly. Wow. I just looked at the clock. We're like an hour and ten. Eight minutes in or something. Yep, about an hour and eight. Wow. Good stuff. Really good. We probably talk about this all day, but I'm sure we're uh, going to lose some people. So, Hey, wake up if you're still with us. Yeah, wake up. <laughs> and uh, Brandon's stomach, if you haven't already heard it, oh it's been growling all morning long, and he's got to get some Timbits in him or something. I can't have Timbits. I texted you yesterday, and it was like, hey, we're starting the caveman diet tomorrow. No Timbits. <laughs> he did. He was like, don't bring me Timbits. I, I, om- I went through to get coffee today because yeah. I wanted a shot of espresso. And is that so, on the caveman diet? That is on the caveman diet. Really? Where think, would he have found that? Well, there was Tim Hortons down the street from him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think they're parking lot was pretty rough back then. It was, yeah. But when I went through, I swear to you, I almost did this. I want one blueberry Timbit. Oh, man. And I was going to set it in your office. I would have ate it. <laughs> I, yeah. See, I'm weak. I'm weak. I'm weak. I'm weak. Goodness. You, you're supposed to encourage me, to motivate me, to I'm build encouraged. me up. You, you can do this. Day, uh, okay. Truthfully, you want to know the truth? Yep. I don't know about you, but day two or three or four are the rough. Actually, day three and four and five are the roughest days for me when I start to eat correctly. Yeah. Because you – first day, you're like, okay, it's just your body's thinking, oh, he just he just missed a day. The second day, it's like, oh, what's he doing? Because your body your body's adapting to what – Right, exactly, and that's what it's all about. So on day three for me, mine's like – um I don't think so. I don't like this plan. I right. like the other plan better. I like the donuts and the Timbits and right. you know the fried foods, the tater tots. And, yep. Well, know. and thankfully for me, I've I made a conscious effort at the beginning of the year to my one of my biggest problems is proportions. Like it used to be, I would have no problem going up for seconds and and eat, overeating. Um, but the other thing that I've done, strive to do, I've had like three or four pops sodas. Since the beginning of the year. Okay. I used to drink. I was like back last year, I was drinking like a Dr. Pepper a day, like mm. a bottle. See, I don't like soda or pop. And I, 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 did, I don't know where that came from, but I started doing that for like a few months. And so like started the first or second week of January, coffee and water. It, it was it. So water, filtered water both ways. Um, but that's, you know, I, that's what I've strived to do. I broke down a couple of times and had a pop, had a Dr. Pepper. At Memorial Day picnic, there were doctor, there was Dr. Pepper there, so I was like, I'm having a Dr. Pepper. But I had one, and it was like, okay, that was good, but 
I'm good going back to water now. So, so I've started with that. So that helps. And I've been striving to drink more water, um, you know, all the time. But I think what I'll do if, if that's the case and third and fourth day are the toughest, I'm just going to start eating a bunch of steaks. So like, I'm just going to go to Mosier's and be like, go hey, load it. me up on steaks. And then I'll cook extra. And then in the morning, I'll have the leftover steak and eggs. Right. Uh, and, and for me, I think I didn't realize how much you just snack, you know, you just snack in the evening. You just right. do this. And I think that's where you miss the is popcorn on the, the book. No, it's not. But, um, I did, I was reading another guy a couple weeks ago is that he had bought baby carrots. Okay. And he's a big snacker in the evening, huge snacker. And so when he went on the caveman diet, he, at this point, he'd been doing it like 13 weeks or something. Okay. He said that he went to snacking on, uh, baby carrots. Yeah. And he said for some reason, he has now all of a sudden this love for baby carrots. He said, you have like the crunch. Yeah. You got the chew. And he said, it's very healthy for yeah. you. And he said, you can pretty much eat as many carrots as you want. You know, you know, you're not going to eat a lot, but you, you eat more than what you think. Right. And so. And I do like carrots. That becomes his snack. He, That's he's, good. He good said he gets, um, he'll put a bowl out. It's not a huge bowl. He'll fill it by halfway full. That's what he snacks on. He even has, um, baby carrots and water. I'm like, perfect for you. So, good deal. Yeah. So I think there's ways around it that you right. can, right. you know, if you got those habits or whatever that you've gotten into, but good luck on that. You're going to, I think yeah. you'll, I think you'll do well. I think you'll like it and I think you'll feel good. It'll be good. Yeah. I just got to get my. My tummy worked out. And the other big thing too is working out. You know? I think your tummy's all morning been saying, Timbits, Timbits. I think that I actually heard that, audibly heard that. <laughs> right. Um, but no, you know, and, and Jordan's going to be doing cross country next year. So her and I are going to try to get up and do some running and that'd be good. And so getting back in shape a little bit. That'd be really good. Well, kind of combat it both, both angles there. That'd be really good. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Thanks. Glad it's good to be here. Back. I got a lot no. of work this week to do because yeah. you have sent me a ton of outlines. So that's going to be good. Right. So you'll be, you'll get all those done and be all planned out. And you'll be super happy about yeah. that. And I'm excited. We're introducing a new song. We're technically introducing it next week. We're going to do it during the countdown this week just to get it in people's minds. It's called House of the Lord by Phil okay. Wickham. Okay. So if you guys want to go, whether you're at RCC or not, go give it a listen. It's a great song. Um, really good upbeat song. And awesome. Um, he kind of a good story behind it. You can find why he wrote that on uh, on YouTube as well. So that's great. That sounds good. Always like that new music. Yep, it's awesome. Always good. And guys, if you don't, uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't mind, just um, if you haven't already subscribed to the channel, go ahead and do that. And um, also, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, if you have a friend or two that you'd like to send it along to, that they might be able to listen and enjoy the uh, podcast along with you, um, that would be awesome. Um, just we appreciate you guys listening and tuning in for the ones that do, and um, we enjoy just getting together and on Mondays and talking about a few things the past week, uh, what's going on in life. And so we just appreciate you guys hanging in there with us Yep. next week. I think we'll try to uh, next Tuesday. So next week with 4th of July being on Sunday, we're going to podcast on Tuesday of next week. Right. Just a reminder there. And, um, we are going to try to hit a couple of those questions. Right. We will. We'll try to do that next week. Yep. We'll be, we'll, we'll be brief. We'll be brief. I got to listen to Todd's sermon. Todd, Todd sermon. You got to listen to that on your way home. What if we should have him come in here and break that down for us? That'd be good. You think yeah. he would? Just for that part, maybe? Maybe. Maybe he would do that. Invite him in. We'll see. I'll, He's so I'll much smarter than the rest of us. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like having those smarter people on because they make me seem yeah. not smart. He was like Gandalf, and I, I feel like Frodo when I'm with him sometimes. That probably makes me schmeagle. <laughs> <laughs> <Precious. laughs> 
goodness. Oh, goodness. Well, hey, again, thanks for uh, joining us this week. And uh, we hope that you are um, having a great week so far on this Monday. And um, I hope you have a great week. Stay strong. Stay uh, grounded in God's truth. And, uh, yeah, any parting shots from you? No, hey, good luck on the caveman diet. You guys have an absolutely great week. And um, enjoy it. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Well, my stomach's growling, so that I guess means bye. Bye-bye.